Coming up on Studios America, an anti-mandate movement among truckers in Canada is gaining speed. I'll talk with Sarah Gonzalez about that and more. Joe Biden continues to make a bad situation with Russia and Ukraine even worse. Who could have predicted it? I mean, it's, I mean, besides, you know, everyone. And all aboard the Cancellation Express as Marvel's The Wasp has the gall to have an incredibly thoughtful and nuanced opinion about body sovereignty. Doesn't seem that strange, but of course it is. Let's mourn her career in Hollywood as we do Evangeline Lilly. Stu does America. You know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to cheer for an ant or a wasp. I don't I have any interest in seeing Ant-Man. I didn't see it. I'm not going to see the wasp if that comes out or Ant-Man or the wasp or really any insect-based characters. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm um, not a big fan of superhero movies generally. I've, I've talked about that before. I seem to be the only person in the world who ta- has taken this brave stance. It's just me out there. And soon I will be canceled for it. Uh, but, you know, Evangeline Lilly, I mean, I've heard of her. I kind of know her. She was on Lost, right? I mean, she's been out there. She's kind of a big star, uh, well-known celebrity. And she had the gall to have a different opinion about a topic. And as we know, that cannot happen in our society anymore. Uh, that, it's not acceptable. You're not allowed to think differently. There used to be those Apple commercials that said think different. That's dead now. Think the exact way Kamala Harris wants you to or go away forever. That's basically our society at this point. Uh, she was uh, caught red-handed at a, an anti-vaccine mandate rally where Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spoke. Now, I don't know her position on uh, vaccines all that well. I'm going I'm to read to you what she wrote here in a second. But uh, apparently just attending a rally where someone says something offensive now uh, aligns you with all of that person's views. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, reading her statement, I don't know uh, that she has all of those views. But we'll get into this in a second. Here's the picture that she posted. Um, her picture was vaxxed Democrat for medical freedom. And here's what she wrote. She wrote, I was in D.C. this weekend to support bodily sovereignty while Canadian truckers were rallying for their cross-country peaceful convoy in support of the same thing. I believe nobody should ever be forced to inject their body with anything against their will under threat of violent attack, arrest or detention without trial, loss of employment, homelessness, starvation, loss of education, alienation from loved ones, excommunication from society under any threat whatsoever. This is not the way. This is not safe. This is not healthy. This is not love. I understand the world is in fear, but I don't believe that answering fear with force will fix our problems. I was pro-choice before COVID, and I am still pro-choice today. Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear the four horsemen of cancellation approaching? We only have one message for you, Evangeline. Run, Evangeline! Run! They're coming for you. You're not allowed to say that. And it's interesting because it's kind of a reminder uh, about where this issue has been for a very long time. First of all, you know, she's a big... A big figure in this uh, saga of movies. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. If anyone can avoid cancellation, I guess it's her. And she's a, a Democrat, so maybe she has a little bit more protection. We didn't see that protection come for Gina Carano with one of the best characters in a friggin' Star Wars series. 
They were like, ah, she said something mild that we kind of mildly disagree with. So, in fact, we don't even disagree with the idea. We just disagree with the party she was applying it to. So toss her aside. She's gone forever out of Hollywood. She now works for the Daily Wire now, by the way. Um, I don't think Evangeline Lilly is going to be working for the Daily Wire anytime soon. But Gina Carano's toast, and she was a big character in a Star Wars movie. Will they go after uh, the Wasp? Will they swat the Wasp? They may. She does have a new movie coming out, though, with uh, Paul Rudd. And, who, by the way, I saw in, like, one of the very original, was it Friday the 13th or Halloween's or something he was in? Like, one of his first movies? I, the fact that he turned that into a big career? Congratulations, Paul. I, that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, uh, Ant, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania is the movie coming out soon. I mean, she's on the freaking poster, guys. Can you cancel someone who's on the poster? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's, it's possible, I will say. It's kind of a reminder, though, that, you know, the whole thing about being skeptical about vaccines used to be completely okay uh, to, it's certainly on the left. I mean, this was a movement, and I mentioned this many, many times. I went to a, uh, a Super Bowl party at one of the cities. I don't remember where it was. And I walked in, and the, they do this thing at the, at the Super Bowl with these sort of parties where if you know somebody, you can get into these parties, and you're hanging out with people you should never be around. I mean, you're, we, I did not belong in this crowd um, for a million different reasons. But the hosts of the party were Jim Carrey and uh, what's-her-face? Uh, Jennifer, what is it? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, that's right. I can't, I'm sorry. I forgot her. She's still got a big show, by the way. And seemingly have no problems with this. Uh, they only just go after the, the people on the right who don't like vaccines. But apparently uh, she's totally fine. Um, and she was hosting a big party with lots of like big names there raising millions of dollars. And she went on stage and spoke about her views on vaccines. It was OK. For a long time, this has been really kind of a left wing issue at one point, or at least at the very least, a bipartisan issue. I mean, there are groups on both sides who just didn't like vaccines generally. This is long before COVID. Um, Well, RFK Jr. was one of the guys. I mean, RFK Jr., he's no conservative, nor is Evangeline Lilly. Now, I haven't seen anything from Evangeline Lilly other than just saying I'm against these mandates. I don't I don't think that's uh, right. So I don't know if they're applying views she doesn't have to her to try to get her Uh, fired or whatever. But RFK Jr. was there. He said some controversial things. um, And I guess they weren't okay. They were not okay. He got beat up by the media. And in fact, to the point where people went onto Twitter and harassed his wife to come out and say mean things about him. Because RFK Jr. said naughty things. So they tried to get his family members to come out and uh, trash him for it. And of course, unfortunately, she did. Cheryl Hines is his wife, uh, came out and uh, you know, said what he said was awful about Anne Frank and the Holocaust and all these things. And of course, whenever you mention the Holocaust, uh, you can get into trouble uh, at times. Uh, here's the wonderful couple together. And I, I just feel like screwing with their marriage is a really weird instinct. If you're one of the people out there doing that, that's a really bad idea, isn't it? I mean, really going out there to make her come out, and and this is her fault for doing it. She shouldn't engage in this nonsense. But to make her come out and trash her husband publicly, it's kind of a weird instinct for you to want that, isn't it? I mean, what what are you saying about yourself? What kind of person are you to try to get in between a marriage and screw with it so you can get a, a little attention on Twitter? I mean, aren't you the weird one here? No matter what he said on stage, aren't you the weird one? And I will say, you know, look, 
I disagree with my wife on some stuff. Uh, she wins the battles, guys. She's my wife. If she says something dumb on Twitter, guess what? I'm defending her. I don't care about you. I love you. You seem great. I, I mean, you know, I love that you tune into the show. But the bottom line is if I got to choose between you and my wife, I'm choosing my wife. Isn't that kind of a weird? Isn't it weird to go a different direction on that one? To come out and publicly trash your husband and say what he did was abhorrent and all this stuff? For what? Likes? Retweets? I don't even get it. Especially from a person who's on Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is like an 11-season show of nonstop Holocaust jokes. The whole show! Our hol- I mean, that's all it is. It's basic. I mean, there are several Holocaust jokes in every episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And, you know, part of the brilliance of that show, and it is a great show, is that they can find the most uncomfortable thing in the world and not take themselves so seriously on it. That's why the, the show is so good. I don't know if she'll get killed off in the beginning of the next season because she uh, is married to someone who has a, 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 an opinion you're not supposed to embrace. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Maybe it will. Though I will say, um, you know, if anyone can have fun with this controversy... <laughs> And have like RFK Jr. on. And I mean, this could be an amazing arc of this series. I really hope they do it on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And like, and I will say like, you know, I don't agree with RFK Jr. on a lot of the stuff that he says. I mean, I do agree with him strongly uh, that there should not be uh, mandated vaccines really of any sort. I'm kind of, I'm not a mandate guy at all. Um, But, you know, look, his views on science are not my views on science. I am old enough to remember when this particular person, who now seems to be the enemy of the left and embraced by some on the right, uh, was a guy who was uh, calling, he was, he was basically trying to uh, demolish my livelihood. I remember this from back in the day. You may not, but I, it was kind of a big deal in my life and in Glenn's life as well. We were just kind of coming onto the main scene and here's this Kennedy going on stage and calling for our heads. Watch. And so I'm going to tell you this, that the next time you see John Stossel or Glenn Beck or Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity, these flat earthers, these corporate toadies lying to you, lying to the American public and telling you that global warming doesn't exist. You send an email to their advertisers and tell them you're not going to buy their products anymore. All the left used to love his rallies. What happened? They all used to show up and cheer for him. What happened to those days? These were, Life Earth was a big deal. I think Al Gore was there. The whole crew was there. Everybody loved Live Earth because they were calling for the disruption and destruction of all conservative media. So at that point, I guess it was okay. And he went a little bit further than just calling for a boycott. This is treason. And we need to start treating them now as traitors. What do you do with traitors? Does anyone remember the fact that this guy was calling for the death of my boss about 15 years ago uh, does not prevent me from defending him and his right to say what he wants to say. You know, that is the truth here. And that's the fundamental truth of all of this. I probably I mean, I can tell you right now, Evangeline Lilly. I totally defend her. She should not be thrown off uh, the show, uh, even if her views are much more extreme than the ones she's, she's expressed. Uh, and, and in fact, you know, they are more extreme uh, in a lot of ways because she is, as she said, pro-choice and is advocating for things that I think are absolutely horrific when, when we're talking about abortion and other issues. 
So I am not, uh, I, I am not a huge fan of Evangel- Evangeline Lilly's politics, nor am I a fan of RFK Jr.'s politi- politics. But there's no reason to go down these roads where we're censoring people and going after their livelihoods and trying to get them thrown out of the public uh, debate. Let people talk. You know, I, you know I, I don't know what RFK Jr.'s position on Glenn would be today. Maybe over a long period of time, it's changed. Maybe it's you know, changed to a point where maybe he realizes he was wrong <laughs> to call for his head to be lopped off all those years ago. You know, maybe, maybe over time, the information that, that got to him changed his mind. And that's the way people should change their mind, not by silencing the opposing opinion. That's not the way this should work. And I want to highlight a perfect example of how people should treat these issues there. If you go over to Substack, uh, you may know Substack, a lot of people on there now, mainstream journalists who have decided they want to go out on their own people who are called conspiracy theorists, people who are called, uh, you know, flat earthers, the flat earthers of today. Some of them are over there as well. Some people are really good on Substack. Some people suck on Substack, but Substack has kind of made a point to say, we're not going to sit here and edit everybody's freaking opinions. And I want to give you this. This is from one of their heads of communications. It's a little bit long on a tweet thread, but I think it's really important because every company that has to deal with issues like this should deal with them like this. These types of issues should be dealt with in exactly this way. Listen, at Substack, we don't make moderation decisions based on public pressure or PR considerations. An important principle for us is defending free expression, even for stuff we personally dislike or disagree with. We understand principles come at a cost. I'm proud of our decision to defend free expression, even when it's hard, because one, we want a thriving ecosystem full of fresh and diverse ideas. That can't happen without the freedom to experiment or even to be wrong. People already mistrust institutions, media, and each other. Knowing that dissenting views are being suppressed makes that mistrust worse. Mm -hmm. Withstanding scrutiny makes truth stronger, not weaker. We made a promise to writers at this place that they can pursue what they find meaningful without coddling or controlling. We promised we wouldn't come between them and their audiences. And we intend to keep our side of the agreement for every writer that keeps theirs. I respect that writers on Substack are people who like to think for themselves. They tend not to be conformists, and they tend to have the confidence and strength of conviction not to be threatened by views that disagree with them or even disgust them. This is becoming increasingly rare. Who should be the arbiter of what's true and good and right? People should be able to uh, should be allowed to decide for themselves, not have a tech executive decide for them. I wouldn't want someone to pick out my clothes for me, let alone my ideas. The only area where we humans have a perfect track record is that we're, we, we've consistently gotten things wrong. It's true. Oh, every generation has beliefs and blind spots that make future generally generations aghast. It would be the height of arrogance to think we've suddenly become infallible now. Amen. If everyone who has ever been wrong about this pandemic were silenced, there would be no one left talking about it at all, which actually might be the right solution. Can we please shut up about it? Anyway, uh, when it comes to bad ideas, it's neither right nor smart to martyr them and to drive them into dark corners where they're safe from examination and questioning. That doesn't work. Uh, What works is examination and mockery. I read things on Substack all the time that I personally disagree with. Open debate is not always comfortable, but neither, for that matter, is the C. This is the approach. This is the way uh, to borrow a phrase uh, from our friend. You know, I think there's a, a, a real situation here where, where just the openness 
to hearing other things is what's important. Sometimes, you know, I like to read uh, some opinions on the left or opinions uh, from other parts of the right that I don't agree with because it challenges me. It makes my mind feel alive for a freaking second. It's not the same old boring trite just, you know, spat back at me that I've heard 500,000 times. I want to hear new ideas. I want to hear new perspectives. I want to be challenged on views that I've held for a long time. And the reason I do that is because I, I think it's really important. You know, I, I, you get down these roads a lot of times in the, and you, I, I run into people all the time that don't even hear the other side, don't even hear uh, other opposing views. And the, here's the thing that I think is sort of an umbrella over all of these issues. You don't have to convince everyone to, to agree with you. There's no reason to do that. If they don't agree with you, so what? Live your freaking life. If maybe if over a long period of time, you have conversations with people who you actually get along with and like, they may change their views, but you know what? They may not too. And you should be a man enough to be able to stand up and say, so what? I'll keep, t- I'm not gonna change my views for you. If you don't wanna change your views for me, so what? We'll deal with each other and move on with our lives. That's America. That's how it's always been. There's always been a wide debate going back to the founding. The founding was, 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 was fired in, a, in, a, in an oven where we had that debate and that melting pot always has to happen. Those debates, those ideas bounce back and forth. And at the end of the day, we all come together and we say, hey, all right, well, that person's an idiot. Let's go have lunch. That's okay. We can live in that world. We can't live in a world where the other side wants to constantly silence you or punish you or hurt you or uh, accuse you of treason. We can get to a point where different ideas survive with different people. And I don't know, we act like normal freaking human beings. All right, so do, let me ask you this question. Does CBD work? I don't know. Do you know? Have you ever tried it? Well, over 90% of doctors say their patients have used CBD to treat a health condition. And when 9 out of 10 patients use it, it kind of speaks volumes about how safe, how effective it may be. Now, you may have never tried CBDistillery.com. I know a lot of our, uh, a lot of our audience has tried it. Uh, they have over 2 million customers and counting. CB Distillery is the source to trust. Uh, if you want to try CBD, go there, CBDistillery.com. Uh, sleeping problems, uh, over 90% of people uh, say they sleep better uh, with CD, uh, CBD. Nagging discomfort, the same survey that they, uh, they uh, uh, put together, states 80% of their customers found that CBD has helped them. If you have these problems, why not give it a try? CBDistillery.com, where you order online with no prescription required and enter SDA for 20% off. Again, it's SDA, Studios America, SDA for 20% off at CBDistillery.com. That's CBDistillery.com, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. I don't know if you can go across into North Dakota and get it. I guess you could. You could just bring it back in. Or I don't know if that's illegal. You'll have to check with them. Just go to CBDistillery.com. Check it out. CBDistillery.com. 
I'm joined once again by Sarah Gonzalez, host of Blaze TV's The News and Why It Matters. Also, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to both. Sarah, how's it going? It's going well. I, I noticed the uh, the picture that they show of The News and Why It Matters is such an old picture. We all look like babies I know. in there. It's Some, cute. Someone sent me a picture the other day, and they're like, look at this picture, the flashback. And I looked at, I looked at the date, and of course, we looked much younger, and I was like, God, I'm getting old. And I looked at, at the date, and it said uh, 2015. Like, that's not <laughs> that's that, long, not that ago. long ago. What the hell is going on with us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the pandemic has aged us all like 84 years. Yeah, you, you know how so. they always say that about, about presidents, like they get in yes. and they just get, with the exception of Donald Trump, who looks exactly the same. Right, right. Um, everyone gets older, the hair gets gray. Mm -hmm. That's the last two years for everyone. Yep, this, yep. This, that's this, us. This is where we are. Yeah. Um, let me talk, let me go uh, to uh, Canada. Okay. And um, now, of course, Canada has a prime minister who I believe is 14 years old and wears blackface. <laughs> uh, it's a very strange situation. Uh, but their people are standing up in a way that I haven't really seen around here. Yeah, I know. I think that it's a little bit embarrassing when you look at, you know, maybe not here in Texas, but there yeah. are places in our country that they have been severely restricted. They have the vaccine mandates. They have to show their cards before they enter a restaurant. You've got places like New York and California, and I haven't seen them really rise up in the way that they have over in Canada, which, by the way, stereotypically, they are supposed to be like very nice and they don't want to yeah. cause a problem. They want to go with the flow. And apparently they've had enough over there. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely interfered with a Major League Baseball play. They, not only did they let me stay in the seats, they let me keep the ball. Yeah, yeah. Which is you, incredible. You would have been killed uh, yeah. if you were at a Yankees game. <laughs> yes, I would have been killed. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. I've watched this develop, and I, I always find it inspiring when a group of people step up, especially when they do it respectfully, yes. um, and say, look, we, we this is wrong, and, and I, I want to I change it, and I want to change it the right way. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I like that. Um, one of the things I've also noticed about it, though, is, is the difference between Canada and here. And you're right, there are places here that have a lot of this stuff. There have been large chunks of our country that don't have it, like yeah. Texas, like Florida. And, and when Joe Biden tried to push this all over the entire country, the court said, no, our Constitution prevents it. Canada doesn't have that. And I think a lot of times we take for granted that our, our Constitution, while you know, not always applied, mm -hmm is there as a backstop against some of these worst defenses? Yeah, I think not only do we not think about it, but you know, we take it for granted, but there's also a large sector. I'd just like to remind you not to be the, the pessimist here, mm -hmm. but there is a large sector of society who wants to eliminate all of those yeah. constitutional principles, the constitutional foundation that are preventing Joe Biden from implementing all of these things. I mean, yeah. they, they don't like that. They want to change it. And it is kind of scary when you think about the fact that uh, they get a lot of rulings wrong mm -hmm. when it comes to the Constitution, even the highest court in the land. And to think that, you know, potentially a couple people who sit on a court could be the difference between our constitutional uh, values and foundations being completely eroded yeah. and not. Uh, it's a little bit scary still. It's not how it's supposed to be. No. I mean, I the court is, is maybe angled a little bit toward, um, you know, generally speaking, the conservative side at the moment, at the, at the Supreme Court level as well. We had a lot of good appointments by uh, President Trump uh, throughout the, yeah. the entire system. Yeah. So that's positive. However, that can change. I mean, yeah. elections happen, people come and they go, people retire, and you realize like how close we are right now uh, to this this whole situation flipping and flopping and turning against what I would call a, 
you know, siding with the rights of the American people. Yeah, well, I, I mean, first of all, I think it was generous that you, I think, alluded to the idea that John Roberts would be on the conservative side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, And yeah. not no. just well, along with the They say liberals, a 6-3. I go 5. Uh, yeah, 5-4. You know, I agree. You know, I agree I with know. that. I think, mm-hmm. I think it is 5-4. But yeah, I, I just think it is, it is really... Again, I don't know how, why, how am I the pessimist right now? I'm I not like supposed this. This to fun. be this character, <laughs> but I just keep looking at these rulings and I'm like, oh, it it's, doesn't make me feel better. Yeah, it's a little too close. Yeah. It's a little too close. And I think we see this all throughout society. You know, um, there was this, we talked about this a little bit earlier today, but there was a, um, a story with RFK Jr. He had this mm-hmm. kind of, uh, this get together, you know, rally type of thing, you know, against vaccine mandates and such. Became a little controversial yeah. to the point where his own wife, <laughs> is goaded into denouncing him right. in front of 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 all society here, and like I have things I agree, disagree with my wife on. Yeah, uh, I, I would never trash her yeah. in public. You're not going to air uh, like, it on Twitter. No, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, not only is it bad for her to do that, but it's bad for us to ask her to do that. Oh, no matter I what he says, completely agree. Really bad wife move, and <laughs> like husband yeah. husband trumps public. Always. Right. And if you feel the need to do that, you shouldn't be married. Right. But this right. is also a lady, this is Cheryl Hines. This is also a lady who acts on Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. which like it, think about all of the oh my gosh. distasteful jokes that they've made over the years. Uh, all of the, the horrible things that they've said on that show. About the Holocaust. About the freaking <laughs> I mean, yeah. Holocaust. Yeah. That's all okay, but her husband went too far and she had to air their dirty laundry on social media. It's bizarre. I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm lately. Yeah. And there's an episode, this is real, yeah. where he goes into a museum and something happens to his shoes. I can't remember what happens to his shoes. He needs new shoes. And he goes to a pile of shoes that came <laughs> from the death camps, the piles of shoes, and takes two <laughs> shoes so out of the pile and puts them on because he doesn't have shoes. Like, this is a guy, I mean, she's on a show which has said a thousand times more offensive right. things than anything yes. that has ever happened uh, with RFK Jr. I mean, yeah. this is, and I just think, I think even more importantly than the points RFK Jr. was making, uh, or even the fact um, that, you know, whatever you think about this issue, right? It's the fact that, like, we would sit here and and somehow it works that we would demand, and I don't say we, because I, right. I certainly didn't do it, I know you didn't, but, like, that, that the, the, the audience on social media would think it's appropriate to demand that the wife trashes the husband in public and then her to give in to it. Like, yeah. that's just, forget the issue. That's an insane dynamic. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, and I feel like this is a psychic moment right here, mm-hmm. okay? I don't think this marriage will last. Oh, no. I don't. <laughs> no. I foresee a divorce sometime in the future oh, no. between this pair. Yeah. It didn't seem, I mean, because it was really, it wasn't just like, look, we disagree on stuff. Leave right. us alone. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I love him more than I love you. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, the yeah. right approach, right? right? Like, right. I mean, right. if you're going to comment on it at all, hey, we don't agree on everything, but I like him a lot more than I like you. I don't think you comment on it at all. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think you comment on it at all. because it, Unless it was to defend him, honestly. Right, right, right. But the news cycle is so crazy. Everything blows over so quickly. I think as a reasonable adult, you know that. Yeah. And you just know. shut up about it. But you know what? No one knows it. Oh. In the moment, no one knows it. And that's one of the things I've, I've found, and we've talked about the social media fighting before. Like, I don't like it, but I also just don't care about it. You know, there's yeah. part of me, like, I think you do a really good job. <laughs> if you follow Sarah on any social media, you gotta, you gotta do that because you're really good at pushing back against people. And I yeah. think there's something to it. Someone needs to be saying these things. Mm-hmm. But there's also a personal part of this, especially when it's talking about your marriage, right. where, like, 
there's you have to put these things in perspective. Yeah. You have a what you'd think is an eternal relationship with this man, and you're thinking, well, I'd rather tweet so these idiots I don't know feel satisfied. Like, what goes through your head in that situation? Yeah, I think it, it is really sad. Mm. I mean, it, it's indicative of where we've gone as a society that social media is such a priority rather than uh, family values. Right. But I mean, that doesn't. That, I mean, that sums it up so perfectly. <laughs> Does it's fit. Like, yeah, that is where we're at in yeah. society. Yeah. That is, we are valuing social media over family. Yep. I, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Tristan Harris, the guy who is a g- former Google ethicist. He's been on Glenn's show before. He was recently on Megyn Kelly. Okay. And I was listening to him. He, he's basically a guy saying, like, you know, this social media stuff screws with you, mm-hmm. especially when you're young. Mm-hmm. And, like, you really stop and think about how this stuff didn't even exist not that long ago. And there wasn't a moment where we all had a conversation. We're like, what if... Let's throw this out there. We spend eight hours a day on this phone and we just talk to people we don't know and try to impress them for clicks. Well, let's try that for as a, as a civilization. Right. What do you think? Yeah. Like, it seems like a bad idea, Yeah. generally. Uh, yeah, It well, yes, and it is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It does have its benefits, yes. but generally speaking, it is a bad idea. But I, I find it so fascinating that we are living with a group of people who have grown up never not having that. Yeah. Right. Like you and I remember, obviously, what it was like to not have it. We're living with people who have absolutely no idea what it's like to not have a smartphone, to not be on Twitter, to not be on Facebook. That's terrifying. What what, what have have you what's your approach with your kids on this? Like, what what do you think? They're never getting on it. Never. Never. No, I mean, well, once they're. 18, I can't control what they right, do. Right, of course, of course. But, but you, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, we don't do like kids messenger. We don't do YouTube kids. We don't, I don't do any of that. Any of it. The only thing he has is uh, a watch mm-hmm. that it can only call, you know, yep. my husband and I, I know we've talked about this off air, can only call my husband and I, or maybe it was on your Stu Does America Power Hour. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything from that. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm the only about. one who would remember. <laughs> but, uh, and it's very, very limited functionality, obviously yeah. no like web browsing or anything like that. And that's just for emergencies and GPS tracking. I know. It's like I, I, I run into a lot of parents who are, you know, seemingly good parents, have yeah. good families, and they are, they're much more lenient with this stuff. And scares the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, I can't I'm, do it. I feel like sometimes I'm a weirdo, but I don't know. I mean, it feels like I just want to keep my kids the, the heck away from this as long yeah. as possible. My son said, I, can I get a phone when I'm 10? I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> no. So, Are you nuts? That's the same way I would react <laughs> yeah, to that question. No. Go to your room. Yeah, How dare you ask me that? <laughs> um, let me uh, talk a little bit uh, on this same topic. Um, my wife has, has talked to me about this multiple times, and I don't know who this person is. You may know. Um, her name is Amanda Ensing, mm-hmm. and so she is a, an influencer. Yeah. Um, and I guess pretty well known uh, in the influencer world. And she had a deal with the makeup company Sephora. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that totally blew up. Yeah. And it, because of seemingly her political views or, right. or her, her views on Christianity. And, you know, we're now seeing that same thing that we see as conservative media personalities hitting just regular people who wear makeup. Like, yeah. it's turning into an insane world. Well, yeah. It, first, it's, it's this bizarre. Think about how weird you have to be to have the bizarre notion that, like, everyone who wears makeup and posts on on social media must be liberal. Yeah. Right? Like, it has it never occurred to these people that there is half the country that right. doesn't agree with what they believe in, yeah. and they are going to be represented also on social media, right? Like, it's just weird. It fascinates me that they don't even consider that there is another side that walks amongst them. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, and saying, I mean, she, look, it's just another, another example of, this uh, cancel culture where they're so, so, so close-minded, even though they're, they claim that they're the tolerant ones, they can't fathom, like I said, another 
person walking amongst them who disagrees with their values politically, who may not be vaccinated, who, I mean, we're seeing this all across the board. Things are getting worse, not better. And for as much as they like to talk about diversity, they sure don't actually appreciate it. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> diversity of thought's not even part of this. No. Uh, she's suing uh, yeah. Sephora now and trying, because it was a big part of her livelihood. And they yeah. just took it away because she, I guess, aired a political view that was was not okay. Um, we, you know, we've been talking a lot uh, with Glenn uh, and around, around The Great Reset and mm-hmm. the book that he has out. And one of the things he talks about in the book pretty extensively is this approach of, instead of trying to get people to, I don't know, pass laws to ban certain things or or whatever, they're now going a different direction. They're going away from the laws and they're taking these big companies like a Sephora yeah. and saying, hey, just, you know, put pressure on them. Their ESG scores need to be high. Get rid of all these people that are associated um, with conservatism or uh, things that are bad for the environment or whatever it is. And I, it, I, it made me think of you because you started, you kind of, this is one way, suing them right. is one way. Right, right. Another way is what you've done with your company. Yeah, I mean, look, we created American Beauty by Sarah because I just, I, I kept, every time I walk into a Sephora, I see what they did to Amanda Ensing, and I'm like, why am I giving my money to people who hate me? <laughs> they they yeah. literally yeah. hate me. In fact, oh. if they had an opportunity to like eliminate my existence on the planet, I think they would take it. <laughs> and yet I still walk in here and yeah. happily buy eyeshadow from them. Right. Right. It's yeah. just a bizarre. And I'm like, yeah. you know, we talk about this all the time, creating a, a, a counterculture, creating a parallel economy. And I said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. So many of us are so busy. We feel like we don't have the time. We want to be a part of something, but we can't do it. Yeah. Because we're busy making money and raising our families. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I think it's time. Uh, We need to take it back a little bit. And I want to give conservatives an alternative because uh, the left is hoping that they don't allow you to do anything soon. Yeah. And I know a lot of the the audience is more friendly to the boycott world than Mm -hmm. I am. Uh, You know, I just don't I don't like that. I don't love the boycott. I don't either. I I think that's why I kind of like your approach here. It's like it's it's proactive it's, right. it's positive like it's it's not saying like hey because you can't cut out every freaking liberal in your life nor right. should you right? right i mean right you know when people absolutely hate your guts yeah. you're like yeah i don't want to spend my money with those right. companies um but in this is just an opportunity to do someone who them. doesn't hate you right right like don't nuke sephora no no just don't give your no. money to them if, if no. there is another alternative the funny thing is if there is a sephora in this country that is getting destroyed right now it's by the left in yeah. like portland yes. where they're throwing rocks through the windows yeah. to pr- you know it's stealing. They're looting all of the product. Yeah, and, yeah, but they'll keep those influencers on. You can be all Antifa influencer all you want with these companies. I don't know it's, if they're going to sell the makeup. No, you know? you don't no, think so. I don't think the Antifa ones are. Yeah, I don't think they wear much makeup, uh, honestly. <laughs> no. I've seen some of them. And, or shower. Yeah, or shower. <laughs> <laughs> they, they won't get the uh, shower head company advertisements no. either. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez, uh, host of Blaze TV's News and Why It Matters. Where can they go to get the makeup? Yeah, uh, it's AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Awesome. Do that. And also Sarah Gonzalez, Gonzalez Unfiltered, if I could say that on YouTube. Uh, and of course, News and Why It Matters. I was on this week. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode and all the episodes. Thanks so much, Sarah. Yeah, thank you, Stu. You know, our own Sarah Gonzalez is a big uh, Bill Barr fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Yes. Well, I'm, I mean, it's kind of an addiction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're in the same boat as my wife. She, <laughs> she, she found these things a while ago and started eating them. She keeps them in the fridge and she keeps them, you know, chilled in the fridge. And there are always, there's a whole shelf of our fridge that's designated for Bill Bars, which is, you know, uh, it's, it's nice because I like, we talk about Bill Bars a lot, although I would like some space in my own refrigerator. Yeah. You would like the diet drinks instead, but I, well, I'm the same way. Yeah. I, my husband gets so annoyed with the giant, 
space in the pantry that I have <laughs> right. just for Built Bar. Boxes. Just for Built Bar. Yeah. You're going to have a whole section of your, you're going to need to build a new wing <laughs> yes. of your house, the Built Bar wing. Uh, go do that now. Uh, all the flavors are out there. Get the mix box when you start off so you can see which ones you like the best and then you can kind of order. They always come out with new flavors as well. 180 calories or less, like four to five grams of sugar and net carbs. Uh, they're great really no matter how you eat and you're going to like them. That's the big thing. You're not going to think of it as a punishment. You're going to want to eat these things. Built.com is the place to go. Promo code Stu15. Save 15% off your first order. Promo code is Stu15 for 15% off at Built.com. So there's more drama with Russia and Ukraine. There is a report uh, that uh, they are moving medical units to the border now. And it's like, well, you didn't really... I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if they're inten- they're trying to make it look real, if they're faking it at this point, there's a lot of intelligence that th- says basically they, these guys very well might be going in. Uh, their their default is to go in. Now, you know, look, it's not our responsibility, of course, to micromanage every uh, international uh, conflict. Though any instability around the world is not a good thing in the middle of of, of all this is going on. There was a report that uh, Biden's call to Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, did not go well. That was denied by the White House. Um, but has there ever been a call with Joe Biden that's gone well? And I don't even mean like in foreign, like has he ever called like, I don't know, Subway to put in an order that was actually wound up working out? I can't imagine. I mean, he's just incoherent. So I, my guess is no. Um, BLM uh, is having a little bit of an issue. There's a few million dollars missing. <laughs> you know what? What? How many millions of dollars have you lost in the last week? Five, 10, 20, 50? Um, so they have $60 million bankroll. And they can't really account for it. But uh, that's, it, it's always tough to find. You know, sometimes you lose some money in the couch. Later on, you're cleaning up, you find a quarter. Maybe you find $60 million, you know? Uh, we know that the head of BLM, uh, she left already, but she left to a bunch of houses that she'd randomly bought with her not-so-big salary that uh, she was taking. It's an interesting thing, an interesting development, and can we say obviously a scam? I mean, I, is there really a debate anymore on this this organization? You could say, like, well, I really do, you know, think about these issues a lot and care about them a lot, and you may very well, but this organization, quite clearly a scam, allegedly. I'm thinking about the law right now because we have another quite obvious scam, uh, which was Michael Avenatti on the mind. Michael Avenatti is uh, in the middle of a uh, suit with Stormy Daniels. Uh, again, she seems to think he's not a good lawyer, which is weird. Everyone in the media said he was. She should be suing CNN for giving him credibility. She should be suing all these other networks for putting him on TV all the time because there's no wonder, no wonder she thought he was credible. They all said he was. And then, of course, he obviously did all sorts of things that she's uh, claiming uh, burned her and stole her money. The reason I bring this up, though, is not necessarily to cover the details of the trial, but to give you this particular court drawing, which I find fantastic. First of all, you have Michael Avenatti in the foreground. I don't know what he's doing, but it's a weird freaking look. Something's going on. Uh, I don't know exactly what. Uh, And then you have Stormy Daniels standing there. And, you know, look, I know she's a porn star. You got to draw her accurately. But they really went all out on this. I mean, uh, they went all out. Uh, they, did, they emphasized her parts uh, quite a bit uh, on this one. And I don't know what you're supposed to do. I guess if you made her boobs smaller, it would be weird, too. But I don't know. It just seems like a strange thing. And then you have the judge in his little mask there. And uh, I think clearly staring at her boobs. I, mean, I think they caught a moment where he was looking at her boobs. And 
she, I don't know if the court, you know, whoever the court artist is doesn't like the judge. Is like, you know what? I know his wife, and uh, this is going to get him in trouble. But apparently, in this drawing, the judge was checking out her chest. And, uh, you know, hashtag me too, Stormy. Uh, back in a second. Are you trying to buy or sell a home? Uh, if you are, you know it can be challenging in time. Well, it's, it's hard to buy right now. It's, it's pretty easy to sell, but you better sell at the right price. You better fix the things you need to fix and not fix the things you should. You need a real estate agent who knows what the hell is going on. And that's why realestateagentsitrust.com exists. It exists because, well, it actually exists because Glenn was frustrated and you know, Glenn's, Glenn's a little weird. You know, like when Glenn has a problem with his life, he like starts a company to solve it. You know, I don't know. I, I just would have probably tried somebody else. But thank God he decided to start realestateagentsitrust.com instead of my solution, which would have been, I don't know, complain about it to my wife. Get more information at realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the best real estate agent in your area. This is big for a lot of people. Hey, we see you moving to Texas. We know you're coming here. Tons of people are moving out of these blue states to these red states. If you're one of the people doing it, uh, you need to find a good real estate agent in the area. They're not all your friends. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Now's the time of the show where I ask you to follow the show on, on podcast and on YouTube. And I will say this. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I always say, like, hey, follow the show, uh, you know, podcast, rate and review the show. And we do really appreciate it when you do that. Um, but also, you know, you've seen the stuff going on with Joe Rogan on Spotify. The fact that they've stood up now against a couple of artists who are pulling their music up and kept Joe Rogan on there. Well, you know, I don't know. If you're listening to podcasts, maybe go to Spotify. Maybe go check it out. Maybe they deserve your support right now. Um, go there. Uh, follow Joe Rogan show. Follow your favorite Blaze host there too. Our stuff is there as well. Studios America on Spotify. Follow us there. We really appreciate it. Or rate and review wherever you're checking out your podcast. This one comes in from Gig and Geo, and it says Gig, Okie dokie, Artichoke. Which again, I, I I don't expect a lot out of you when it comes to. I always say, okay, you know, it's it's great, whatever. That's fine. That's a different approach, and I'm fine. I will also say, this says Gig is saying Okie Dokie Artichoke, but the name is Gig and Geo. What does Geo think? Does Geo hate this show? Did Geo try to give us one star? Is that what happened here? Investigation coming soon. Um, on YouTube, you can comment as well uh, f- during the show. But, you know, hey, we're on Rumble as well. So you want to go over to Rumble? We would love that as well. Uh, this one comes in. I think you should uh, taste test the new ice cream for us and make Glenn Beck pay for it. We're talking about the Little Debbie ice cream. And guess what? That's definitely going to happen. In fact, I'm not even going to expense it to the company. I'm going to expense it to Glenn personally. And then I'm going to eat it in front of him and not give him any. That's my approach. Uh, this one comes in as well on the show. Um, oh, this is about Biden's uh, Supreme Court pick. Uh, he could tick off more intersectional boxes by finding an African-American man who self-identifies as a woman. Could we get Elon Musk to self-identify as a woman? Then he would qualify. I like that idea. Otherwise, do you think Elizabeth Warren could claim one 1,024th African uh, heritage and be nominated? I do think that's possible. Please don't give them that idea because they might use it. Okay, so here's what happened. TV weatherman, Louisville, Kentucky. He's going, this is what the story says, he's going viral for the type of wind not usually featured in his reports. A viewer at home sniffed out this. How cold this air is, 
It's eight into one Iowa. <laughs> now, look, it's one thing to fart on the air. I mean, I mean, 40, 50 times a day I do it on the show. But you're not supposed to make your whole body like jerk up when you do it. And you don't stop talking when you fart. You keep talking over it. I don't understand these people. Go to blazetv.com slash stew. Support people who fart on the air over and over again. Promo code is stew. Save 10 bucks. Have a great weekend.